Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. So I, I want to get your opinion on this upcoming week looming large. Do you, do you think it looms large in regards to having a 2021 NHL season at all? Uh, I don't know that it looms that large. I, I think where it looms large is at least getting a little more progress towards getting the start of the season. And, you know, there are certain realities, and, and one of the, the biggest ones is the fact that even though both sides got together and found a way to extend the CBA back in late July and, and, and August, the reality of it is is I think so much of that financial planning was predicated on being able to put some fans in stands at, the, at least a, at sometime during the beginning of this season. And that just looks more and more unlikely. And so that, I think, still requires some financial discussions and agreements between the two sides on how you're going to do it. Um, I, I think the idea of losing a season doesn't even sit uh, because I just don't think you can when every other sport is playing. But having said that, you know, to me, Randy, a big part that people need to remember is because of the way the CBA is structured, the players and the owners split 50% of the revenue. So 50 to the owners, 50 to the players. You know, if, if the owners paid out a full salary cap of $81 million across 30 teams, you're talking $2.4 billion. Well, you know, do the math if your revenue is only $1 billion. That would mean you split that 50-50, that's $500 million. The players would end up owing the owners quite a lot uh, if that's the case. And so there is an interest on the player's side to figure out how to do this as well. But I, I think you're in kind of that negotiation stage just trying to figure out just how to structure it. And from a timing standpoint, they are going to have to get it going if they are looking at an early January start. Curbs, do you think that's still the target, early January? Because we're sitting here, and it's almost December. So you would imagine that if that was the case, we'd hear something soon. You know, I talked to Craig Berube, and he seemed to think that it – and, and, and I, I, just, I, I thought it would be at least three weeks for a training camp. But I talked to him, and – he seemed to think that, yeah, they could get through a training camp pretty well in two weeks' time period. So from that standpoint, I think they're going to be able to get things going quick. But I agree with you, Michelle. I, I, I don't think January 1st just, to me, does not seem realistic without rushing it. I know that, and you know that the league has schedule plans already in place. You know they have already had plans in place in terms of how to set up a Canadian division, how to restructure the other divisions. There, there's an A through who knows how many letters, plans that they've got in place that they can go once they get past this bigger hurdle. But to me, I think we are at some point in time, we're looking more realistically at, at, at mid-January to me, uh, to the third week possibly if there's looking at a January start. I, that's just a lot to get going. I mean, you've got, you've got U.S. players or players living in the United States or outside the country that as soon as they get back to Canada – for those cities, they've got to quarantine for two weeks. So put that window in place before you even start to practice. And, Curbs, we have to 
pay attention to what's going on outside of our sports bubble. Darren Dreger just tweeted, and this is the most salient point we can make. He said, this week may very well produce a timeline for the start of the 21 NHL season. Postponing training camps until after the holidays has to be considered. And the last line is the most important. COVID is still in charge. Well, yeah, and it is. I mean, look at uh, you've got wide receivers starting at quarterback, you know, in the NFL. I mean, it, it is still in charge. And, and this, is, this is the hardest part about this is because even if you come up with a financial agreement, and take any sport for that matter, even if you come up with a financial agreement, it doesn't mean that the scenarios aren't going to be changing within three to four weeks. And, and, and that's the ultimate challenge here. Now, I think where these sports have a different advantage than baseball is with, with really no cap-type structure in place in baseball. Baseball, it, you know, the players eventually said, look, tell us when to play and we're playing. You know, in these other sports, the way these things are structured, I think the players have as much a financial interest in making sure that it's a fair agreement too. Having said that, it's, it's just a matter of, you know, when can you play? I mean, you've, you've had the Canadian government tell the Toronto Raptors, uh, no, we're not even going to let you play. Like, you, you, there's nobody that's going to be coming across the border to play you. You know, so they were looking for a home. You've got the MLS team in Toronto that's been based out of Hartford. I mean, these are – watch what, – now, I know the Premier League in the middle of December, some teams are going to allow to have some fans back in there. But look at what's going on when you're watching Bundesliga soccer and you're seeing no fans in the stands. I mean, this is not just a St. Louis thing dealing, wondering what, what the county and the city and the surrounding counties are doing. You're still dealing with something that's massively worldwide, and 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 the scenarios are so similar. It's it's crazy. Curbs, uh, last week NHL.com had an, a great piece on Alex Petrangelo where he talked about Colton Pareko, and he said he thinks that Pareko's already an elite player, but with more opportunities, he's going to be the guy and the leader on the back end. He says that it's just trusting his ability night in and night out, and even though we know that Petro is a class act and that he's always going to have high things to say about guys like Pareko, if you're Colton Pareko, it's got to be a nice thing to know that Petro believes in you and is passing that baton as far as a leadership standpoints concerned yeah you know what it is and and he's ready for it i mean how many times have you seen you know just what somebody does when they step up and i'll pull okay look in all fairness i realize i'm talking extremes here you know but steve young was ready when joe montana left you know i mean uh, you've got uh you know aaron Rodgers ready when brett Favre is done and i and i'm not i know i'm comparing a little bit of apples and oranges there but the point is opportunity right and you're talking about a guy who's been put into every situation over the first five years of his NHL career, including one run to the conference finals in 2016, one run to the Stanley Cup finals, losing in the first round. He's gone through a pandemic bubble. He's played in the ultimate shutdown role during a Stanley Cup finals. He's played power play. Like, he's done everything in there. And now it's time to see if if it's ready to take that next step forward. And sometimes it's just a matter of getting that opportunity and, and, and being patient and learning while you're doing it. And he's done that. So I'm, I'm extremely excited for Colton Pareko this season and to see what happens with him. I, there, it's, there's just nothing in my mind. There's nothing I've seen from him uh, in talking with him, his game or anything, that doesn't make you think that there's not another level of, of greatness to come from this young man. And, and I think it should be very exciting for Blues fans. Hey, Curbs, before we let you go, you grew up here in St. Louis. You were a fan of the football Cardinals, a fan of the Rams when they were here. What's your strongest memory of the late, great Jim Hannafin? 
Well, man, Randy, you and I have talked about this a lot. I, I, I somehow the Hall of Fame still should should include assistant coaches, and 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 I've always thought that he belongs in there with that. But um, you know, the, the, look, the big red and the cardiac cards that that was a heyday when I was a kid. And um, honestly, one of my all time favorite moments, Randy, was I'm sitting with with uh, with him and Scotty Warman, and we were at Villa Parados when it was open in the Valley. And Mr. Hannafin looked at me and started asking me about Bobby Plager. I said, you know, he's got to be around tonight somewhere. So I called up Bobby. I said, hey, Bobby, I'm with uh, Mr. Hannafin and, and Scotty Warman down here at Villa, Villa Parados. Come on by. And he did. And, man, we sat there for three hours, <laughs> and those two guys traded stories. And it, honest to God, Randy, it was one of my favorite uh, – favorite. I gave him a ride home afterwards. Like It was just one of my favorite sports nights of all time to listen to those two. And, I know you got Dan Deardorff coming on. Mm-hmm. Like it, he may even remember this story, but and so I don't want to. I don't want to totally butcher it. But there's a great story that Jim Hannafin tells about the hockey players in the back of a of a restaurant or bar making a lot of noise. The football players in the front. The football players are getting frustrated with with the Blues players in the back. And one of the football guys says, "You know what? I think I'm going to go shut them up." And I guess Jim Hannafin stopped him and said, "You can go try." He goes, "But if you pick a fight with them, they'll fight you to the death." <laughs> so, um, I mean, there's. He, he is such a great character, but but Randy, like so many others that that made St. Louis their home, stayed in St. Louis and things. He uh, he just became such a fabric of this community, and just when you'd see him out, how great of an individual he was to people. So, you know, uh, all the condolences to his family and and friends because uh, we we lost another uh, absolute legend with the with his passing. We did. Curb it's great to hear your voice. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, stay safe. Have an awesome week, you guys. You too. See you later. (coughs) Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.